Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, you friends of the podcast. Um, welcome to friends, friends, lovers, haters, believers. Welcome to the podcast, the podcast where nothing is off limits. Alex Mitten. I'm I'm all open. I'm like an open book. Okay. You can read any page, any paragraph, any sentence. How are you feeling this Monday? Chirpy? Straight into it. You've you? come in wearing mostly sort of beige and cream and white. I've got my New Balance 550s on. It's coming with some new trainers yeah. on. They're quite nice, actually. I like them. Guess how much they cost me. Uh, I don't know. I got them for free because you're an influencer. No, you didn't get them for free. Uh, I reckon those set you back one seven five three twenty wow isn't that crazy wow for shoes that i'm gonna wear uh, and then it, get dirty as in it's a bargain no not a bargain for you no it's not a bargain it's crazy expensive what's the most expensive item of, oh, of clothing you've ever bought um one of them i bought twice because i thought i'd lost it then i found it again which was oh it wasn't that i remember seem to remember this yeah, it was a san laurent sleeveless leopard print shirt sleeveless sleeveless and I, walked, I think I and remember I, this. And I bought it and I looked like Barney Rubble. And I was like, you look I like, look You look sick. like Bam Bam, yeah. I look sick. And then I was I'm with like, Spencer at the time. Yeah. And even Spencer was like, please don't buy that. And I was like, Def- definitely buying it. This is back in our day when, when personal appearances were coming out of my butthole. <laughs> so, yeah, you could, you could afford it. I could afford it. Um, and it cost a lot of money. And then I lost it. And then I, then I bought another one. And then I found it again, and I've never worn it. So do you have two of them? To the point where once, I, the, the way I lost it the second time is I had a party at mine, and I got very drunk, and some guy put it on, and, I, and he said, oh, I really like this. I said, keep it. <laughs> so I was drunk. <laughs> just letting keep my Saint sleeveless leopard print shirt that was just vile. Could have sold that for a fortune. <laughs> what could I sell it for? I don't know. It's probably quite expensive. It's Saint Laurent. There's this thing which you can use called like e-bloggers or something like that. eBay. <laughs> it's like so it, out of touch because you've never ever in your life come to think about selling something secondhand. I did do it, so I'm drinking a I did, tea. When I did do it? What did you do? So I, I had some clothes, right? Mm-hmm. And I put, put them up to this like shopping site or something. You, you basically give them over to these people, and then they sell them to you for, for secondhand, and you get they take a percentage of the earnings, and you keep the, the net <laughs> revenue, right? <laughs> I, I sent it's all wow. of my it's a new new concept. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's nice. what, what can I invest? <laughs> <laughs> Has it got multicolored uh, <laughs> writing in the title? Anyway, I did. I, I put all of my like designer shoes, my like Saint Laurent boots, and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And I was like, this is gonna be, this is gonna be a gold mine. Mm. The gold rush back in, back in two thousand and six. But anyway, so um, I handed all my stuff. I was like, this is gonna be a gold mine. Mm. I am gonna, I am gonna be rich. Came back. Mm. I sent a lot of designer clothes over. Mm-hmm. Came back. 49 pounds. Wait, you sent them to someone? I sent them to these people to sell for me. They sold all of them and I made 49 quid. I think you might have been mugged off. No, there. I was not mugged off. 49 oh. quid. Well, you sounds like you were. If you sent a load of designer stuff and you got 49 pounds. 49 pounds back. You silly, silly billy. Well, it's not a silly, silly billy. One of the great... Sophie, <laughs> the other day, said, oh my God, you'll never guess what I did. I was walking down the road and I saw 20 pounds lying on the street. Mm-hmm. 
And so I left it. <laughs> I went, what? <laughs> she said, I left it for the next person because I thought that'd be better karma. Well, I guess there's something to be said about that. But pick it up and give it to someone, surely. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Do you know who, do you know who I've realised um, you are in the podcast? Who? Your own Wilson. You say, wow, all the time. I've noticed wow. that you go, wow. wow. <laughs> Honestly, listen back. No, you I say, don't. wow, so much. Wow. Do you know who, who you remind me of? Robin Thicke. Hit someone, someone Hitler. Came, nice. Yeah, I've, I've had that a few times. Um, <laughs> someone came up to me. I, I, went, I was at Sky Gardens. Um, when was this? The other week, last week. Is this still no booze? Come on. Still no booze, baby. I'm actually, I'm getting into the swing of it now. I should hope so. Finally, after 40, after two four, months. 40 days of misery. Is it 40 days now? Um, yeah, I think it must be coming up to something like that. Good congrats. All right. Thank you. Well Thank you. Uh, so I go in and she's like, I just, she's working on the on the door. She's like, I just really recognize you. And I can't think where from. And I'd said crime watch as I always do. is a deflection <laughs> to try and divert from years of uh, coolness, cool reality <laughs> TV. And um, then as I'm leaving, she comes down and she goes, that's what it is. Robin Thicke. And I was like, perfect. <laughs> I was like, he's 50, isn't he? <laughs> we do have to mention, by the way, um, Ukraine and Russia, what is going on there is incredibly scary. Mm, and yes. I can't even fathom being uh, a, a, a father of a family or a, a child in a family or an individual, anyone, and just being there and just experiencing what is going on. It is simply terrifying. Yeah, war is just... Yeah, mad. I mean, you think in this day and age, I think also with, with this crisis, it's like yeah. it's illuminated that this type of stuff is actually going on elsewhere in the world and we're just not like aware of it. So it's been quite interesting to see quite a lot of people speak up and say it's obviously atrocious what's happening, but like, look what's happening here, here and here. Like this stuff is going on. I think the sort of scary prospect from a Westerner like ourselves is the idea that you have Putin who has hold of the biggest army in the world and access to nuclear weapons mm. that you know and he sits there in a press conference and says if anyone tries to um interfere he will retaliate with something that the world has never seen before well so that is he could he could like you know he could actually mean something that's not scary something that never the world's never seen before like unleash an army of clowns going around like it would still be true to his word no one has ever seen that before putin going to release an army <laughs> of clowns. Like, yeah i know it's, it is terrifying um i mean yeah. I, I it's just these old dusty bull bag men that are in power it's just like ridiculous. why can't they just go and enjoy themselves like what is the point in trying to blow everyone up and i tell you who's a complete legend president vladimir solonsky vladimir yeah yeah, yeah. Who, by the way, me and him have a huge connection. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, I'll, I'll tell you why. Well, um, in, in that he's on the ground fighting for his people. No, no. Um, not that. Not the fact that he has two kids either. The fact that he is a former actor and comedian. Sorry. Right. Already two of those things you're not. So he's an actor and comedian. Mm. And he also won the equivalent to Strictly Come Dancing in Ukraine. Bloody hell. Yeah, well, so, look, I think... If these if these are the, and, the if these are the Vlad. credentials these days, you've got a chance. Do you think you'd you'd be up for it? Yeah, I think I would be up for it. You, I think I could. I would hate it if you were prime minister. Why not? I'd be great. Okay, I, I, do you know? What? Okay, I'd the change a couple of things straight the, away. The power would go straight. No, to it your wouldn't. Head. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, what would you do? Okay, first thing I would do. First thing I would do is um, I would 
have a have a celebration obviously second thing i was well, at number 10 during a pandemic second thing i would do what would you do what, what would be the thing what would be the thing you did as soon as you get into power go uh legalize drugs um street parties <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would be so much pressure. I know. So it, much would be, it would be really there, hard. There's a there's a um, there's a uh, book called Fire and Fury, and it's written by Michael Wolf, mm. and it's basically um, when President Trump's algorithm algorithm. <laughs> You, you doing the public speaking would be amazing. It would be so good. <laughs> what is it called? It's um, inauguration. Inauguration. It's so it's basically he he documented what happened when Trump went in. He describes it very much. Um, like the play, um, The Producers. Have you ever seen The Producers, the play? No. The Producers, the play is basically about these producers who create a play, which is the worst play in the world to basically get all the money back just to con the sort of industry. Mm. And because it's the worst play in the world, it becomes a huge success. Right. So it's very funny. And he basically describes Trump's um, presidency as exactly the same thing. <clears throat> and apparently when Trump won <laughs> the presidency, he writes in his book, he walked into another room. He went sheet white. He walked into another room and stayed there for a bit, then came out and went, ah, all right, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. I think that's what I would do. If somebody said, Jamie, you're prime minister, I'd be like, all right. Get um, sheet white and then come back. Yep. All right, let's do this. Oh, do you not think, I just, the world is just so mad. I tell you what. You like know, what, so, some mad. of the stuff that's going on, like you've got fighting on the front line, you've got. Um, I would just like to say all of our prayers and our love and everything go out to the people um, in Ukraine, anyone who has family out there. Um, there are loads of different ways you can help. Anyway, look, I, I tell you what I would change is um, if I became prime minister, and that is parking fines, traffic tickets. Yeah. Do you know what happened to me the other day? No. Okay, I wake up in the morning, and I look outside my window. No, I get a call from the landlord's um, of, of my flat, the landlord's handyman, Carl. Shout out to Carl if you listen to this. He goes, Jamie, your bike is clamped. Is that, what the hell? How do they clamp a bike? What's his name? 7 a.m., Carl. 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 Anyway, so I look out the window. Yeah, he's right. My Vespa is being clamped. So I'm like, what the hell is this? Mm. So I go outside and on it is written a piece of paper saying your goods are going to be seized. I'm like, what do you mean my goods are going to be seized? And there's mm. a number for me to call. So I phone up. It says, notice, after entry or taking control of goods. This is what they're taking. They're taking my Vespa. So I was like, what the hell is going on? So I phone him. I said, my, my Vespa is being clamped. He said, yep. I said, well, how do I get it unclamped? He says, 450 quid. And you've got all these uh, traffic penalties. I said, why? He said, because your, your bike isn't registered to your new address. Mm. I went, well, I've been getting parking tickets and stuff. He says, no, you've been getting um, parking tickets, but not traffic penalties. And so for two and a half years, my bike had been registered to the wrong address. Mm. And so I'd been sent, all the traffic penalties I had been sent to my old address. I had 23 Whoever's in that old address. 23. I love that they didn't. Do you know how much that cost? It's about four grand. Plus the 450. Plus the 450. You may as well get 5K all in. So what are you going to do? You're going to have to pay it all. Yeah, obviously. No, try and and contest it. I am. I am contesting loads of things. But I tell you what is, it's all down by where we do this podcast. It's all here. One way. I don't don't know. I'm a little Vespa. Who cares if I'm in the bus lane? Just nipping past probably, traffic. Probably the buses. Well, I I did not. You're very reckless on that. Well, that, I'm not that reckless on that Vespa. You I, are quiet. Anyway, it's 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 really upsetting. It bothered me a lot, and Sophie gave me no sympathy whatsoever. Well, it's sort of your fault for not. It's not my updating fault. Updating the address. It's the most irritating thing ever. 
And I have to pay all of this cashish. Well, look, let's make it our mission as this podcast. Yeah. Let's contest it. I'll help you uh, compile a nice email. Yeah. And we're going to turn this around. All right, we can do that. <laughs> hey, listen. I hope they, they use you as an example. You end up going to prison. I will actually get a call from it's just, Kensington and Chelsea Prison. I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that was happening. I would have loved to have seen your face when you got it. And then... And Sophie? Then, yeah, yeah. Get in here. <laughs> what have you done? What? Are, <laughs> and then all these bills. I've got... I'm just complaining. i got a water bill of 880 quid. Eight and uh, so I got I got did, the same. Did you get your not water, water bill? Not water, water gas. Water bill, gas, and nearly eight hundred quid, seven hundred and sixty quid. Yes. So so I phoned them up. Yes. I phoned them up. Phoned them up and did what? I phoned them up and went, "Oi, I'm not boozing, so you better watch out." <laughs> I phoned them up and I said, uh, "Look, this can't be right." So they're like, "Oh, can you give us the reading?" Yeah. Gave them the reading, came back fifty quid. <laughs> I was like, "How have you miscalculated Are it that you much?" Serious? I you, paid mine. You hoping that? Oh man, I paid mine. Yeah, but you leave you leave the No, I don't leave anything on. Yeah, you do. I don't bath. You I go just, and swim. You, you're the type of guy that goes in, turns all the lights on, turns all the taps that's, on and goes ha 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 luxury. No, no. I, firstly the lights wouldn't matter for the water. I don't shower no, it or was, I was talking about just the fact that you, you know, use my electricity en- bill. you use energy and no. resource unnecessarily. I'm, ca- I'm carbon neutral if anything. You're not. I'm way more carbon neutral than no, you are. No, you're not. Yeah, I, yeah. I pay a monthly subscription to plant trees and algae. How do you know I don't do that? Because I know for a fact. You, you plant you would, algae. Because you would talk about it. Yeah, algae is a very good carbon. Yeah, how do you plant um, algae? It goes in the sea. So someone goes down and plants it? They, yeah, well, they don't plant it. But, exactly, it grows. But I said plant tree and then algae was another thing. That, no, you didn't. You said plant trees and plant algae. Well, either way, you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. You're not doing it. Because if you were, you'd talk about it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. <laughs> I went and had my hair cut the other day. This is genius. And um, Jenny, shout out to Jenny as well. Jenny, <laughs> she does uh, she does some cutting, obviously in the in the. <laughs> she, so she's a hairdresser. She's a hairdresser. Right. Doesn't cutting in the hairdressing shop. Shop barbers. <laughs> what the frick is it called? Uh, and then she goes and does some other clients who live outside of London. And yeah. she got intro to uh, a, someone who wanted their hair cut. A... I love how you're trying to unpack this very complex thing. It's not ha- like... hairdressing. <laughs> well, well, I just suddenly thought in my head, it's like, why well, she doesn't want to tell me about her other clients that she has outside of the hairdresser? But I have. Anyway, so she went to um, this person's house who she'd been intro to to go and mm. cut their hair. She arrived at the house. She pulled in. The, the guy greeted her in the, the driveway. And uh, they walked into the house and he went, ah, I said, do you want a cup of tea? And she went, yeah, all right, um, I'll have a cup of tea. And he went, he went, ah, oh, great. Do you have your portfolio with you? <laughs> she was like, what? What do you mean portfolio? 
I don't only do that when I'm going she's for like a got, job. Got a load of photos of you <laughs> after your hair transplant. <laughs> yeah, she's doing that, and then she said, "I don't have my portfolio." She said, "Okay, um, what kind of work have you done in the past?" And she was like, "I don't know." This, to be honest, sounds a little bit like you. <laughs> so anyway, confused by the. Anyway, it turns out she went. She then looked and went. I'm in the wrong house, aren't I? And he said, are you not here to do my kitchen? Fuck. <laughs> and she walked into strangers. <laughs> Imagine if she'd pulled out some photos of hair. The guy would have been so confused. That's <laughs> so many stories. But this um, other, I think I've said this in the podcast before, two other stories. This other person um, who is does a makeup artist, mm. both going on dates at the moment. So they're on like dating apps. So I think mm. I may have said this before, but I perhaps haven't. And um, she uh, she went on an, uh, a date with this guy because mm. we had the Tinder swindle. I was talking about Tinder. So it was a Tinder date. And it was going really well. They were joking around. They had a bottle of wine. It was uh, like super fun. They were like mm. flirting with each other, being tactile. And the guy said, um, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. She went, all right, fine. And they made a little joke and she walked down and went to the bathroom. And uh, she was sitting there and she was sitting at the table and her phone suddenly went v- v- vibrated and she it was a message from the guy in the bathroom. She, she read it and the guy came back to the table with his head in his hands and he went, I think I just sent you a message by accident. She said, yes. Um, he said, did you read it? She said, yes, I did. And the message said, date's going really well, mate. Bottle of wine down. I think I'm going to shag her in the bum tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no. That is so fucking bad. Shag I mean, her in the bum. I mean, that's... <laughs> that's the worst thing in the world. <laughs> did he manage to pull it back? No, well, I think because she was like, she found it quite funny and it was obviously a mistake. <laughs> and he said, look, it's really childish boy humor. I'm so sorry. But then we had another friend, a girl called Julie, who's a hairdresser, who went on a date for a dating app. And she hadn't gone do you on a just date. hang out in salons? Yeah, I do. Going on all of yeah, your I quite like stories. It. Anyway, she was she um, went on a Tinder date. She hadn't been on a date in years, mm. and she went on this date and she met this guy. He was like thirty six or whatever, and he said, "Oh, let's go for a date on London Bridge." <laughs> quite a rogue place to go for a date. I'd immediately be like, "What is this?" What is this? this? <laughs> You're not doing... So she got to London Bridge and. She phoned him up and said, hi, I'm here. And he said, what end are you? Or whatever. And she said, I'm this end. And he went, oh, and <laughs> huffed, <laughs> huffed down the phone to her. So she was like, this is not a good start. Anyway, they went and had like a weird kind of date, like walking around the place. She's like, this is quite up and okay. What, what just up and down the yeah, bridge? Yeah, they just walked around. <laughs> right, we'll walk to that end now. Yeah, really weird. He's just huffing the whole way. And anyway, they kissed. They <laughs> kissed at the end. Yeah. And um, it was quite a nice kiss. And she said, okay, good night. And he said, good night, put her in a cab. And what, anyway, her phone then vibrated. It was a message from the guy. And the text message just read, that kiss gave me a boner. <laughs> what, is going, what is wrong with people? What's I, I like, wrong with I men? Feel, I feel like the dating scene has just what gone completely bonkers. What is wrong with men? That kiss gave me a boner. That, kiss, that was it. That kiss gave me a boner. Oh, my God. Do you, remember, do you remember that story? What do you, do you respond remember, to Do you remember that? that story? I think it was a girl down in Bristol, and she'd gone on a, on a Tinder date, and yeah. um, she'd gone for a poo in the guy's, in the guy's toilet, yeah. and um, she had blocked the loo, and her poo was still in there, and she didn't know what to do. So she, she flat, like fished it out, and, and 
and tried to lob it out the window and basically didn't realize that there was there was like two windows with like a sort of comp like a, a gap in between and it went through the first window and then just hit the second window and fell down into the into like the, the cavity and then so she's like oh fuck like what do I do so she climbs into the cavity to get the poo and gets stuck in there and can't get out so she has to scream help to the guy who comes in and she's just hanging upside down with her poo down at the bottom and they had to get the fire brigade out to, um, I don't know what's worse than the other story is is when she, the other person fished out the loo and threw it out the window and it chucked it out and it landed on the conservatory <laughs> oh my god yeah that's uh, have you ever had to do anything like that what have I had to do no the only I, I what have I had to do I had quite bad I can't wait for you one. The only time when I had, I had two poo stories. Again, one time when I got a brand new Spider-Man outfit. <laughs> my brother and I were playing hide and seek. And I imagine around. you're the type of like weird, sordid kid that gets given a new Spider-Man outfit. It's like, right, I'm going to mm. poo in that. <laughs> yeah, it was crotchless. <laughs> oh, God. Mummy, anyway. I've had an accident. <laughs> and it's not in uh, the trousers <laughs> mummy like, my spider senses are tingling you're gonna have to wipe my bottom again <laughs> anyway my brother and i playing hide and seek and i ran around the corner and my brother went boo <laughs> i got so scared i shat myself <laughs> <laughs> i can imagine like the, the webs coming out of you oh god and out my bum <laughs> damn it <laughs> God, these, I'm so sorry to listen to like these Spider-Man with IBS. I'm so sorry with the poo stories. The other time was when, um, the other time was when I got, I was at, at school, Radley, and I got detention in the morning, which is where you had to get up really early at 5.30 and go and do jobs caught in the morning. wanking again. <laughs> Going clean up the fields. You caught climbing up the, uh, <laughs> up the, the hall in your Spider-Man outfit. <laughs> up the hall? Up the hall. <laughs> I couldn't think of any school building. <laughs> Jamie's up the hall again. <laughs> anyway, I I woke up the morning and I was so tired and I was in the shower. I was like retching. I was what, well, from like, being because I was so tired in the morning and I retched and I thought I was going to vomit. <laughs> I pooed in the shower. I think you need to get your sphincter <laughs> so, checked out. It seems a bit odd. so. so <laughs> the only way to do was to stamp it down. oh my god did, did, didn't we talk about this there was a vice um survey they surveyed like thousands of people and nine percent of people poo in the shower and stamp it down the drain i was like you're surely you're gonna come out of the shower feeling dirty and then when you went in okay this is really horrible chat i'm so sorry what was your story mate i don't, I don't even need another oh, one. one more come no on. I, I, was, I was really young and i was staying around uh i think my dad had got a new girlfriend and i had like a new girlfriend at the same time as yeah. well so and um we stayed in the, the my dad's new girlfriend's daughter's room she was super mm. young she was away and i woke up we'd like got so so drunk and i had like slightly pulled myself <laughs> from being so drunk and just got the got the pants and i was panicking i didn't know what to do and just fucking <laughs> lobbed them out the window they just landed in the garden <laughs> i just left them there and never went back <laughs> so bad God, so i had the worst one when i was in south africa <clears throat> and it was with this girl uh, melody who was oh, on Main in Chelsea. Was that who that was with? Yeah, it was Main, Main in Chelsea and I... Um, Melody. We had a huge night. It was really fun. And, and I got very drunk. And I woke up in the morning in a stranger's house, this person's house. Mm. And I went, oh! And I woke up and I looked to my right and there was this lady sitting upright. And, I, and she went, hello. And I went, hi. And I was like, I'm alive, thank God. 
She said, yes, you are. And I said, did we um, have sex? She went, no. And I said, well, why am I naked? She said, you got naked. I went, oh God, okay, fine. And I looked to my left and there's my boxes on the ground, my white Calvin Klein. So I camel rolled out of bed and quickly put my boxes on like that. And then there was a knock at the door. And I was like, who's that? She's like, it's my mum." I was like, why's your mum here? She's like, it's my mum's house. I was like, oh my God. So the door opens. I went, hello, hi. Just being all cats and things like that. They're looking at me really weirdly. <laughs> I was like, what's that? And I looked down and my boxes were inside out and I had skid marks. <laughs> oh my God. That is fucking horrendous. That is so rank. <laughs> and then you thought, you know what? I should invite her to the UK to film on Made in Chelsea. So I went, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> and poo yourself. Just trying to distract them. Oh, man. God. Yeah. Oh, well, the times we have had, my friend, the times a, we have had. It's a human thing. Doing. To everybody who uh, listens to our bonus episode, I apologize that there was a lot of toilet humor today. I hope you enjoyed There's it. There's nothing new. Nothing new this at all. Podcast has revolved around it for oh, some time. Um, as always, uh, we would love you to go and check out our Patreon page, uh, ad free and loads more content for you. And uh, at just a cost of a pint or something like that, please also slide into our DMs at private podcast. Get in touch with us. We want to hear your stories, some really fun things. So leave us some reviews on iTunes subscribe to us we would love you to subscribe gives you a little notification that hey that that we're here and it's for free yes i know you get to listen to the ads sometimes the ads are annoying but otherwise we can't afford to make it <laughs> they, they gotta be there anyway alex nice. i like it do you like Very it commercial. hey this friday we have coming on the episode roman kemp mm. on the podcast oh, it's a good one. It's it a good was one. a great one Real good, real good. Um, we go deep, we go hard, it's strong, it's amazing. Get ready for that. Ladies and gentlemen, have a fab week. We still haven't done our genealogy test. Oh, I'm okay. getting so bored of not doing it now. All right, we'll do it. What we'll are you afraid it. of? Nothing. 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 I'm afraid of nothing. Uh, once again, sending our love to all everyone in Ukraine, anyone who has loved ones in Ukraine. Yeah. Um, sending all our love. Um, and we'll see you on Friday for another episode. Till then, bye-bye. Fairly well. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.